0: Welcome in to Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan Delugo. Thanks for tuning in. Today we've got another Jaguars 2022 training camp positional preview. We're going to dive deep into the Jaguars linebacker room, specifically the off-ball linebackers. I'd like to remind you, please subscribe on YouTube if you have not already. We're inching closer and closer to a 1,000 subscriber mark, which will allow us to monetize on here, so please go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We really appreciate your support, Duval. You can follow me at Jordan Delugo on Twitter, Generation Jaguar, at Generation Jag, and a quick little plug here. We've got the Jack's Varsity tee dropping today in a teal color way. It's available for pre-order only at genjag.com shops shop, so you can go check that out if you're interested in supporting the channel in that way. And getting some sweet swag. So Jaguars linebackers in 2022. The reason we're not including outside linebackers just to uh, clear that up or edge players here is is because their function in the defense, even though they're listed and labeled as linebackers, is entirely different than the off-ball linebackers in the 3-4 defense, uh, multi-front defense. They'll have their own show. So they're not included here with the off-ball linebackers. Um, the Jaguars linebacker group has undergone a massive transformation. I mean, literally, if you got transported into the future from, let's just say, February of this year, and you saw the group of linebackers right after the draft in this building, in the Jaguars building, it would be staggering to try to comprehend that. They let starting middle linebacker Damian Wilson walk in for agency. That wasn't a huge surprise. Uh, expiring contract... Not really a star player by any stretch of the imagination. Did have some big moments for Jacksonville, make no mistake about it. But uh, And then they also released Miles Jack, who's been one of their highest paid players for a long time. Former uh, second round pick, was often miscast in Jacksonville, not quite as impactful in 2021 as the team would have hoped. Uh, they're saving a pretty penny towards the cap from that. Uh, he heads up to Pittsburgh. Damian Wilson's in Carolina. So you lose your top two linebackers, right? Okay. You bring in Foye the NFL's leading tackler, someone who has proven to consistently make plays sideline to sideline and attacking against the run, a guy who regularly makes game-changing plays, whether it be the uh, peanut punch, getting the forced fumbles or picking passes off, getting sacks, making big tackles. Came into the NFL a little raw out of Yale and undersized, but he's beefed up and developed in a major way. Not perfect by any stretch, but the development he's shown has been really shocking from where he was entering the NFL to where he is today, and he's without question an above average starting linebacker in this league. Is he a $15 million linebacker? That's the question. Uh, the Jaguars think so? We'll find out. You pair him with Devin Lloyd, who the Jaguars moved up in the draft to go grab at 27 overall. He's the most vertical, or versatile linebacker in this year's class with the ability to uh, run and hit, cover. He's got great length, great explosiveness, great instincts. One of the best leaders from this class, regardless of position. Then you go get Chad Muma at pick 70 overall in the third round. Another player who has great instincts, uh, great against the run, good in coverage. He's a playmaker as well. Picked off some passes at Wyoming. He's made a lot of plays at or behind the line of scrimmage. Really consistent tackler, good athlete. Uh, So you've got now... Three pretty big investments there. Then you've still got Shaquille Quarterman, Chappelle Russell, uh, two guys going into their third year that have been productive, special teamers, have shown flashes on the defensive side of the ball. The Jaguars got Shaquille Quarterman in the 2020 NFL draft, and Chappelle Russell came over from Tampa last year, and of course he had worked with Jaguars defensive coordinator Mike Caldwell in Tampa, who was his position coach. You brought in Grant Morgan as a rookie undrafted free agent, and then veteran Tyrell Adams rounds out that group. So the Jaguars have sort of an embarrassment of riches at linebacker here. Devin Lloyd was the top linebacker on my board in this class, the top linebacker on most people's board. Uh, He carried an early first-round grade for me, while Chad Muma, he was the second linebacker on my board, carrying an early second-round grade. The question here is how do you get all three on the field at the same time? Because if you're not going to get them on the field together, did you really need to invest $15 million per year, a second round pick, a third round pick, a fourth round pick, and a sixth round pick on these linebackers? Because that's what they did in the draft. When you traded up from 33 to 27, you gave up your second, your fourth, and your sixth. And then when you went and got Chad Muma in the third round, that's your third round pick. So you're paying Luke and $15 million per year. And you gave up a second, a third, a fourth, and a sixth for Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma. I mean, you could have potentially bolstered another area of your roster or multiple areas of your roster that need it more. That's the narrative people are running with, right? Why did you invest so much into a devalued position in the modern NFL? And it's a reasonable question. It really is from the outside looking in. I mean, Foye is going to be on this roster for at least two seasons when you look at his contract. Uh, so the Jaguars better find a damn way to get Chad Mooma on the field. And for me, it, it really shouldn't be difficult to get creative with these players to get them all three on the field at the same time. And I think when you look at them, all three guys are former safeties who are good against the run. Uh, They can take backs and tight ends in coverage, and they're good and instinctive in intermediate zone coverages. That's not all. You can also line up Devin Lloyd, put him on the line of scrimmage, 3-4 outside linebacker. I mean, this is a guy who was a more productive pass rusher in college. Of course, he was given the opportunity to do it a little bit more than Trayvon Walker. And that's not any knock on Trayvon Walker. We'll talk about him. He'll have his day. I think he has a bright future ahead of him. But just strictly from a pass rush standpoint in these pass rushing uh, or or clear passing situations, when you line Devin Lloyd up as a 3-4 outside linebacker, two-point stance on the line of scrimmage, he has a nice pass rush skill set. He did it at a high level at Utah. And the Jaguars are going to ask him to do that. You've seen it already in practice. Um when you have three off-ball linebackers with that much talent and versatility and investment in them you've got to find ways to get them on the field together. When you look at Mike Caldwell, he is a former NFL linebacker. He is a longtime linebackers coach. I believe he looks at his defense and says, we need these types of linebackers. We need linebackers who are smart, who are fast, who are versatile, and can do a lot of different things for you. Um, w- when you look at what he had in Tampa with Devin White and and Levante David, I think the Jaguars are trying to mimic that here in Jacksonville and even build on top of that because you've also got Chad Muma in the mix, not just Foy Aluokan and Devin Lloyd. Again, all these guys are fast. All these guys can hit. They're all efficient tacklers. They're all playmakers. They've all picked off many passes throughout their career. Made a lot of plays on the ball. uh, Forced fumbles. I just think they've made such a substantial investment in this room that they've got to perform at a high level and you've got to get all three of them on the field. And in order for them to perform at their highest level, Mike Caldwell has also added Foley Fatoukasi, Trayvon Walker, guys up front that will help free up these linebackers to fly around and make plays on the ball. So when you look at this group, um, grading them, it might be a little rich when you're looking at two of the top three players are, uh, are rookies. But I've got a B plus on this group. I think their ceiling is clearly an A. Uh, if you take, if you look at Foye Aloukan and in the development he has made throughout his career, if he takes another step in a defense here that is designed for linebackers to uh, produce at a high level and, and and get their hands and get around the football, if he takes another step going into his prime here. Um, and, and Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma are just two of the best linebacker prospects I've watched in a while. Uh, so yeah, they're rookies, but they're they're they play beyond their years. I think you're going to see that pretty quickly here in Jacksonville. And so I give, give this group at B plus a, a ceiling of an A and a floor of a B. Like even if you lose one of these guys to injury for a good period of time, you just Chad Muma steps in and he's good to go. I really do believe that. I I believe in the talent that is in this room. And nothing against Foye Aluokun, but I I really believe that if the Jaguars didn't spend that money on him, which no one else was going to spend that much on a Foye in this offseason, but if they didn't spend that money on him, and they just had Devin Lloyd and Chad Muma, they'd be good to go. But they did spend the money. Of course, they didn't know that they would have the opportunity to draft Devin Lloyd at twenty seven. They didn't know he would fall to the bottom of the first round. They didn't know Chad Mumma would fall to the third round. I think they just saw those opportunities and they said, these guys are way too high on our board to pass up on at this point. We've got to go get them. Bottom line. I think that's what they did. Uh, They've been fairly criticized for it, but we are going to see how it all plays out if their, their investments in this linebacker room had a purpose for Mike Caldwell's defense. We're going to find out. But I give this group a B-plus. Really impressed with how they've rounded it out. And then I think you have Shaquille Quarterman and, and Chappelle Russell. I think those are two quality depth pieces uh, that, that have both flashed. So I think this is a really good group for the Jaguars. I think they're going to be the heartbeat of the Jaguars' defense. That's going to do it, Duval. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can hit me up on Twitter at Jordan DeLugo. Follow Generation Jaguar at Generation Jag. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button on YouTube and check jinjag.com for all the latest Jaguars news, analysis, and Duval gear. And of course, go check out that Jack's Varsity Tee that is now available in teal. jinjag.com slash shop. Have a great one, Duval.